The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's... That's me! <laughs> you can never get the timing right with you. <laughs> 28 episodes and we still can't figure it out. <laughs> this is the podcast where the two of us try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? Well, uh, other than to tie, timing, timing, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> well, we've got a great listener question as always. Our quality of the debate might not be great, but the listener quality question's always way up there. So here's the question for <laughs> this week. My pen doesn't work, so talk slow so my poor brain can keep up. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, here's the letter. I've, <laughs> I've been a loyal listener of Wrong and Wronger and 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage in Taiwan. Wow, we got an international Ooh, one. Wow, <laughs> exactly that's one. Awesome. I've got a question for you. I was tempting I was temping as a translator at an education fair and was assigned to this UK university. One of the representatives from the university is a professor who is definitely in his fifties, and I could tell that he was really fond of me. After the fair ended, he asked if we could keep in touch and have dinner together with two other people. I didn't think it was going to be a problem, so I went and exchanged contact details. He is now back in the UK. His messages have always been uh, about how he missed me and wished I were there. I never encouraged him because I have a boyfriend and I do not see him in that way at all. So I always changed the subject and slowly just stopped returning his messages. But he just wouldn't stop texting me, saying things like, I won't give up, and I think about you all the time. It started to make you physically sick, to be honest. He never asked if I was in a relationship and never asked questions to find out what kind of person I am. It's just this one-sided conversation about his feelings for me, which I find very insincere and ridiculous. So in your opinion, should I just block him or tell him to stop texting me, even though there's a chance of bumping into him again at the next education fair? All right, Steve, I think this one's pretty straightforward. But go ahead and take it away. Boy, I'll tell you what, this... Uh... I know we live in sort of the zeitgeist right now is so hypersensitive to any kind of sexual innuendo or this is not that this is pretty blatant. And I think just because the guy's a college professor doesn't exempt him from some kind of either mental illness or bad boundaries or bad decision making or just being sort of megalomaniacal. And this is all of that. Like, man, I block him. I if the only two options are block him or tell him to stop texting like just block his ass that's what i would say why even engage in a conversation because if uh, if the guy is as truly self-centered as the listener is saying that he is which i don't have any reason to doubt her not only sincerity but even her read on the situation just kind of given some of the data she's provided i would say engaging in a conversation is only going to open some loopholes for him to just keep the conversation going and that seems to be his mo even in the absence of any feedback he keeps the conversation going so if you throw him a couple of more morsels i think he's gonna pounce so no block him and just don't engage and if you see him again at the next uh whatever the next symposium or whatever you go to um and first of all good on you for going to international symposiums if you're a student or a translator i think that's probably right where you want to be career-wise but this is one of those guys that i think women this is the kind of guy i'm getting pissed off now <laughs> this is the kind of guy 
that gives guys a bad name because guys shouldn't be afraid to hit on women or approach women or flirt with women. That's not what is freaking women out. It's this kind of thing that's freaking women out. And it's making it difficult for all the other guys who are in their 20s to know how to read the field. And so, yeah, block him. Don't even deal with him. And if he approaches you at the next symposium, just tell him that you don't want anything to do with him. And if he continues to persist, he has a boss that is probably going to be very interested in some of these extracurricular activities. And uh, otherwise, just out him on social media. That's probably a professor's worst nightmare, particularly if he's married or has a... I don't remember what you said about his status, but anyway... That's about all I need to say about that. <laughs> Block him. Block him and keep walking. Just move on. Yeah, I, I came to the same conclusion right away. And, and again, she said, should I should I text him and tell him to stop texting me or block him? I mean, you can do both. You can say, hey, this is wildly inappropriate. I'm not interested in you. And I have a boyfriend. Uh, I'm blocking you. And that's the end of it. Uh, and if you know, and you do have that option to, to CC his boss. If you do this in email or whatever else, you know, just say, if you text me again, I'm going to forward all these correspondence to your university. I would not out him on social media. I mean, that's the place I live, and that's that's just kind of a swamp. And it's just the place—it's it's a land of unintended consequences. This is a situation where you're clearly in the right. You're, you're clearly justified to block him, and I wouldn't muddy the waters by opening this up on social media. Just say you're done with him and move on. And, and again, Steve uh, stepped or uh, mentioned something earlier. I was going to say stepped in something, but <laughs> might be more accurate. Either way, um, but but you know, the whole idea of you know, can you can you approach if you're a guy, can you hit on a woman or flirt with somebody or whatever? You know, are you going to go up there and shoot your shot? I mean, this isn't a case where he was your direct supervisor, but he's a colleague. So maybe had he expressed interest, I don't know that it's wildly inappropriate that he expressed interest, but no, 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 but no. once you shot him down, it's done. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've expressed that he, you know, you're not interested. This isn't going to happen and he needs to leave you alone. I mean, what he's doing right now, it's uh, either borderline or actual harassment. It's definitely seems stalkerish. It's just, it's not, it can't fly. And it's the kind of thing that if it came to light to his, uh, to his superiors at the university, I guess, I don't know how universities in the UK work, but uh, you know, at the at a university in the United States, holy cow! I mean, that would be a major red flag, if not a career ender. So yeah, definitely block him, and if you have the courage, uh, tell him off and then block him. What I would not do is tell him off and give him a chance to respond because this doesn't need to be a debate. You just need to express to him that you're done and, and move on. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned the difference between the UK and the US and uh, HR departments these days, their whole job is to keep whatever the either the business or the university or whatever entity it is from getting sued. That's why they have HR departments. And this is a perfect example of, I, Stalker is probably a little overblown for this, but it is certainly getting into that creepy territory where I think HR would raise an eyebrow and this guy's career might be in jeopardy. I don't know how things go in the UK, but I can't imagine it's a whole lot different than in the US. It's a pretty small world now with the social media aspect. Yeah, and if uh, if this sort of thing happens again, I mean, not just to the the question writer, but to anybody, I mean, you don't have to carry on a long running conversation with somebody who's doing this, who's pushing the boundaries too far, and you get into the whole, you know, the, the 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 lobster being slowly boiled. Like, when does it cross the line? When do you have to, you know, really cut things off? But I mean, if it gets to the point that you've you've expressed your intentions that hey, you're not interested, this isn't going to happen. If they still persist, I really don't be afraid to to hit that block button because even if they are a professional contact, I mean, is this somebody you're going to 
want to work with again. I mean, it's, surely it's not somebody you're going to want to be in contact with as you as you advance professionally. So I think uh, I think the block button is a great thing. Uh, with a block, the, the one thing with a block, I, and I, I'm not sure how all phones work, but I think the way my phone works, if you block somebody, they don't know they're blocked, so they can still se still send you messages, uh, which might uh, you know then if you run into them at a future fair or something, be like, might well you know he, he might think you've received all of those. Whereas if you tell him up front, hey, this is done, I'm blocking you, he at least knows you're not reading anymore. Uh, that would be my preference, but I guess I'm not in your shoes, so handle it whatever whatever way makes you comfortable and whatever way you think will make your life easier. I'll say this too, just as we're kind of wrapping here, James, but professors make you think they have a lot more power than they actually do. That Think about this. For a lot of lines in a university, they're filled with people who couldn't get a job in the real world. <laughs> and so college becomes, I'm not even saying that with any degree of disdain. Like if you have a degree in like, uh, I don't know, ancient Hungarian uh, literature or something like what are you going to do with that you have to teach at a college that's the only career option for you uh, but anyway that some of them go into it because they want to kind of control the room and have uh, just sort of reverent power there's no reason that they deserve respect that they sort of still have to earn it and I think they try to wield that over their students and anyway, I just, I get a bad vibe from this guy and I think block him. Just yeah. keep on walking. It's a dumpster fire you don't need to jump into. Yeah, if we're going to rip on college professors, that's a whole new fun way to go down. But yeah, I, I think a lot of uh, specialties are, are kind of like a pyramid scheme. If you do get that uh, degree in Hungarian poetry or whatever it is, the yeah. only job out there is the one that your professor has. And that gives him total sure. control over your life or, you know, the recommendation to the other one job in the country where you can do that thing. And this guy's probably used to wielding that kind of power he's probably used to getting what he wants but again he only has that control over you know a very specific type of person locked into a very specific track and you're not that person and even if you are that person you still don't owe him anything if he's being a creep he's being a creep and you have the power is in your hands you can uh, you can stop him and uh he's he's definitely in the wrong here uh, any closing thoughts steve yeah, I'm just I'm sort of chewing on what you said there, James. I don't even know if they have the power that uh, you're describing something that makes sense on paper. But I think the whole professional community knows who are the jackasses and who are the sane sort of level headed people. And this guy's reputation, even if he's been very prolific as a researcher or as a publisher, I think when it comes to just assessing the personality of students and writing letters of recommendation, even if he trashes you, whoever's going to receive that may sort of know this guy's angle in the first place. I, I don't know. I, I just can't imagine that college professors have as much power as they think they do, just after having lived out in the world for a while. No, I, I, that's my opinion. Yeah, I don't know what it's and, worth. And I agree with you that in general, worldwide, college professors don't have as much power as they think they are. But if you get yourself trapped in that insular world of academia, I guess I have a few friends who've tried to work their way up through it. And if, if you know anybody who's been in academia like longer than they should have, it's there are no good stories. It's nothing but horror stories. And I don't uh, I, I don't have a lot of faith in the system to out bad actors necessarily but again that's not what we're, right. we're that's not what we're dealing with here either way regardless of who he is or what he can do you block him you move on he's a jerk he's in the wrong and i think we are definitely all in agreement on that uh if you have a question where you would like to have answered in 10 minutes or less in a very roundabout sort of way where we go on tangents <laughs> please write in that letter to uh james breakwell at explodingunicorn.com that's exploding unicorn with the e and we'll do 
do our best to address it one way or another. We usually get it answered. Usually we agree, which is really surprising given a content in our other podcast. But here we're, <laughs> we pretty much line up most of the time. And we certainly amuse ourselves, even if we don't amuse anybody else. So there's that. But anyway, this has been another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage. And that's 10 Minutes of Your Life You'll Never Get Back.